Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Game Managers Podcast after a, a nice two-week hiatus. Uh, this is Nick. I'm here with Aaron. Uh, hi. Hey. Uh, Justin's not with us. He's... He's... he's Baton Rouge. Yeah, like you get it. You've heard the... You've heard the joke. He's in Baton Rouge. Oh, really this time? Yeah. What for? I mean, he was really in Baton Rouge the first time we ever used this. Yeah, he actually was. It would probably be a lot funnier if we only did it with him, but since I've learned you also do it when I'm not here, it probably makes it a lot less funny. Yeah, because it happens literally every week. (laughs) Yeah, because for some reason we're still doing the show even though we only have two people that show up. And sometimes it's just you, I believe. I don't know. I've never done one that's just me. I thought about it and I was like, no, sounds awful. Makes sense. Yep. Anyway. Um, most people probably think it sounds awful either way. Most people probably do, but most people also don't listen. That's fair. <laughs> so, great. Anyway, let's uh, let's go to, let's talk about football. Uh, as we haven't in a few weeks, and a lot of things have happened. Um, particularly, one thing happened yesterday. Uh, the number one team in the land, Clemson, lost to Notre Dame in double overtime. Uh, and we watched we watched this uh, full game, and uh, Trevor Lawrence obviously their Clemson quarterback was not there to play. Do you think they win it with him? I say, yeah. Uh, maybe. I just think because Notre Dame shut down Clemson's uh, run game so hard that probably would have helped to have him back there to throw the ball around. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't I mean, matter. Because they lost and they'll Maybe, get a rematch, I'm sure. I, I did. I, I wasn't super invested into watching the game until the end, but I can't just think of a glaring mistake that the other quarterback made that would have changed. Well, I can give you some stats really. here. So, uh, DJ and his last name. Ugalandalili, uh, Ugalandalile. I can't remember how exactly you say it. I'm sorry for butching that. Um, but yeah, he had no interceptions. He was, he wasn't, you know, he's 29 for 44, 439 yards. Um, but no picks, which I think was a win just to not throw an interception is probably, you know, pretty good. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and no fumble. So he had, you know, he had no turnovers. I think that's all you can ask of him. I, I, I say I'm going into that game if I'm Dabo and I hear, I'm not going to have a turnover by my quarterback, who's a true freshman. I feel pretty uh, pretty confident. But they did have uh, three fumbles uh, by Rodgers, Etienne, and Galloway, so that kind of uh, negated that uh, that there. So Yeah. Um, not great. Not great, no. Um, Notre Dame had a, uh, had a fumble themselves that they had, but... And no picks either, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think Trevor Lawrence helps at the very least, and I think they probably answer at the very least in double overtime, which they weren't able to do. Uh, but you know, they're gonna get another shot at it. I'm sure in the ACC uh, championship game. I think if Trevor Lawrence plays, there's a more they're more um, likely to go for two at the end of the game. Notre Dame is. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd agree with that. I was kind of frustrated they didn't worked out for him. So good on him. 
Um, but because Clemson lost, they did fall to number four. Notre Dame dropped to number two. And Alabama, with 59 first-place votes, is uh, top of the leaderboard in the AP poll right now. I told you they would uh, go. Uh, well, we knew they would go to one, but I figured uh, Notre Dame would go to two. And Ohio State would drop to three. Or stay at three, whatever they were. You get it. Yeah, Ohio State's at three. They got a first-place vote. Notre Dame got two first-place votes. And, uh, it's just because Ohio State hasn't played anyone. I'm glad my dog just came right to the mic and decided to <laughs> shake. And uh, Texas A&M is at number five, Florida number six. Mm-hmm. And then seven is Cincinnati and eight Cincinnati. is BYU. That's right. That's right. Nine Miami and ten Indiana. So uh, speaking of Indiana, took him down Michigan yesterday, 38-21. to 21. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch this game. Future Big Ten champs. Um, maybe. Good a chance as definitely. Uh, I'd say. Good a chance as anybody else, I reckon, except for Ohio State, who has a very much better chance. Uh, yeah. But good on them. I hope it works out. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Aaron, you want to do Twitter news before we jump into uh, SEC play? Uh, yeah, I have a lot lined up for today. Oh, great. Playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win the game. You play to win the game. So what you got for us? Well, this tweet comes from... J.J. Watt. And it oh, reads... The football player. The football player, yes. Okay. Uh, this is going to be... Actually... Uh, um, is this going to be some kind of insight into uh, into his thought process going into a game? Maybe into his uh, maybe into his uh, workout regimen or maybe even... Perhaps. Into, yeah, so let's... I think it's let, just life in general. I'm just really says, interested in hearing what he says. So let, let's he hear He says, winning is superior to losing. Period. End, end of tweet. Um... He didn't say end of tweet, but that was the end of tw- of the tweet. And um, yep. So uh, so winning, he great says. Great analysis, yeah. Winning is is superior to losing. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. I mean, to him. Yeah. I would uh, agree. Yep. Great. And so um, that's Twitter news. All right, good work, everyone. Uh, that's. <laughs> That's the only tweet that's came out in the last three weeks. That's huh? the only one that was worth mentioning. I just wow. wanted to take yeah. this full segment up uh-huh. by just really letting you hear that amazing yeah. insight. Because now we won't hear it, but they would have just sat through that really long thing, theme song, <laughs> hear that one tweet, uh, and then move on. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. All right. Uh, moving on. SEC <laughs> play. Uh, Florida, Georgia. Uh, didn't go great for Georgia, did it? Uh, no, no, it did not. Forty-four twenty-eight in Florida's favor. Um, Georgia sucks. Is that fair? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, they had two quarterbacks throwing it around <laughs> back there. Not very well. Uh, yeah, I'd say their quarterback sucks. Yeah, but. Bennett was five for sixteen with a pick and a touchdown. And Mathis, 4 for 13, with a touchdown and two picks. 
Yeah, at one point they were both four for a lot. Yeah. And uh, uh, they had the same exact night to that point. So that was pretty pretty wild. Yeah. Not, pretty bad. Yeah, some would say um, horrendous. Yeah. Um, but hey, at least they didn't miss out anything by uh, not having Justin Fields back there. Uh, leading Heisman <laughs> candidate, Justin Fields. Uh, oof. Oof. He's on that team. How different are they? A lot. A yeah. lot. Yeah, like maybe undefeated. Like a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd say almost. They have Justin certainly. Fields. They don't blow that lead against Alabama. Uh, probably not. Yeah, I feel I'd feel pretty confident that they wouldn't if they got up like that with Justin Fields, they would have kept. Uh, they'd probably find a way to keep game, scoring. Really, honestly, yeah, I'm more concerned of what they could have done last year with Justin Fields, but you know, Fromm led him to the promised land. So. He did, um, and the promised land being like I don't know a New Year's Six at some Bowl point maybe and becoming yeah irrelevant. Yeah, great, get on him. Um, <laughs> Kyle Trask, 30 for 43, 474 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Uh, he looked pretty good. And, yeah, uh, he did for the most of the game, which uh, doesn't bode well for me saying I don't really think he would have a shot at the Heisman at the end of the year because he looked pretty good yesterday. Yeah, he did. I will say at the at the end of the game, he made a couple throws that was like, that. those were pretty bad, but everything else overshadowed those so much, so... Yep, um, didn't look didn't look good for yeah. for for my claim. Well, it didn't look good for Kirby Smart either. Um, so I what still do don't you think th- he finishes the top three though. I'm gonna go. I'm still. I'm still. I gotta stick to it. He's not gonna be a Heisman finalist. Okay. I mean, I I, I think that's still pretty fair right now. I don't think he's a uh, just a, a super favorite uh, for many people. So yeah, I think that's fine. You know, they lose another game too. It's you know, that's not going to help. So, yeah. uh, let's see what their schedule looks like. I don't know if they'll lose another regular season game, but they'll certainly, well, I shouldn't say certainly. They could very well lose the SEC championship. Let's see. Um, yeah, the way our defense is, I, uh, definitely not going to say certainly lose it. So, uh, they play Arkansas, Vandy, Kentucky, Tennessee, and LSU. So they should win out. I say if, they lose another regular season game, it's got to be to Kentucky just because for some reason Kentucky yeah. always plays them really, really well. Yeah. Um, little rivalry game But there, then so. again, uh, Kentucky also uh, sucks, and Arkansas is doing pretty good. Yeah. They won again. They did. Um, let's talk about that. So Tennessee now 2 and 4 after losing 24 to 13 to 3 and 3 Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, I thought they would have a much better year. Now, you brought up last night or um yeah, I guess last night when we were watching uh some games that me and Justin have both ranked Sam Pittman as the worst SEC yes. football coach without watching a game of his. Uh, just because we There's didn't know where no to put. There's no one him. in the southeast who thought Arkansas would win. A game. Uh, a, a game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A game, unless they played Bandy, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they do play them. So, no, no one thought they were going to win a game. Yeah. And he is 3-3 three and three right now. And last year, y'all ranked 
coaches, like as the worst or whatever, from worst to best, and he was y'all's worst. And I said, that is extremely unfair. <laughs> he has never even played a, or coached a game. So I just would like to... Um, to be fair, all he had ever done was coach offensive line. So I just yeah, assumed the well, worst. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, he's not. Speak- he apparently is uh, either really good or they fired whoever too soon and his recruiting class was really good. I don't know yeah. which one, but... for uh, He, he outcoached uh, Jeremy Pruitt last night, which is um, not great for him. Um, but also, how much blame are you going to put on the uh, the three guys who got to throw some passes? So we had Bailey for Tennessee, six for nine, uh, two interceptions. Our old boy uh, Garantano, five for eight, 42 yards. Um, and then Marr, 0 for four. <laughs> so, look, that's Ooh. not that's not great. I don't know. I didn't watch this game. So, um, Felipe Franks. Doing what he always does, sometimes playing well. Eighteen for twenty-four, three hundred fifteen yeah, yards. That's the biggest shock touchdown. is that they're yeah. three and three with Felipe Franks. Yeah, Felipe. Heck, he might he might be even a better coach than I, than we think right now. Yeah. So, um, I'd say he is outperforming expectations. Old Sam Pittman. Uh, yeah. And good on him. Uh, so, I think it might be bad that he's outpacing expectations. I think. It might build expectations too fast. And yeah. um, I think he should have just started with like two games and just won two games this year and just, he you know, he should have just won two games next year and then maybe next year try and win four. <laughs> he, he comes out and he wins four or five games this year. Whew, it's going to be hard well, to keep it up. It's going to be tough to get, did they have a chance to get one more? They play Florida, they play LSU, and they play Missouri, but that's at Missouri. And then Alabama, so they might. Yeah, so four four wins yeah, in a might. ten game season, or yeah, yeah. A ten game season. Forty percent. That's that's, that's pretty bad. good. Yeah, it's not not bad. Well, uh, I mean, it is, but well, not for, for Arkansas. What did Arkansas go last year? Uh, they might have won two games, but if they were, they weren't SEC. They would have been cupcakes. Let's see. I actually um, say they lost one of those, but I don't know. Was it last year they got beat by Tulane, or was that the year before? Or not Tulane, North Texas. I don't know. Let's see. It looks like they were 2-10. and ten. Yep. They beat Portland State, and they beat Colorado State. Oof. Yeah. Colorado State uh, was probably only a three-win team as well. Um, Probably. We'll never know. If only there was a... World Wide Web, and we could look all this stuff up. I have to just, I have a giant book of college football history. I just have to flip through every time you ask a question, Aaron. Yeah, so now he's, uh, so if he wins four games this year, I mean, there might be expectations to, to go bowling next year, and those those are high in the second year at yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, but you'd also pick up some easier games, not just conference play, so could be in the realm of possibilities. Right. Like, do we, I mean, uh, don't care to talk this much about Arkansas, but I mean, <laughs> I am curious as to who is leaving and if he can actually replicate the same conference wins that he had this year. Yeah. 
Well, we'll chances see. are he's probably not playing Tennessee next year because that's a. I mean, he might be, but highly doubt they'll play Tennessee again next year. Hey, well, maybe the they'll. Uh, so. What if they just won out? It'd be wild. I that bet it would happens. be insane. I bet I it happens. I bet it does not. Oh, well. Um, I would love to make that bet with you. What, he'd have to be Florida, Missouri, and who? LSU and Alabama. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, the way they're playing right now, if they beat LSU, wouldn't surprise me. If they beat Missouri, wouldn't surprise me. But they are mm. not going to touch Alabama or Florida. There's no way. Well, they win those two games. And they're that's, bowl eligible this year. Only got to win five games. That's wild. Yeah. Now they're three and three right now. Oh yeah, because yeah. we have less this games. This year it's, right. uh, it's just five wins. So. Wow. Yeah, they could be bowling this year if uh, things go their way. We'll see. I say that's too good, too good, too soon. He should have sucked. He should have sucked more. It's too too good, too soon. I say it doesn't happen. They they lose one of them. But hey. I also yeah, said that he'd be the worst coach in history or whatever I said, so maybe he'll prove me wrong. Yeah, you that. said it was the worst hire in the SEC or something like that. <laughs> I think that's still it's the, yeah. fair. How is it still fair? That. He's winning. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. But is there a hire recently that was worse in the SEC out of the coaches right now? I mean, in my opinion. I mean, maybe Lane Jeremy Pruitt. Sucks. I don't know. I just really hate Lane Kiffin, but. Yeah, maybe Jeremy Pruitt if he gives. I thought uh, I thought they would he would get him, them on a track this year. I thought thought Tennessee would be having a much better year this year. But I thought they would too. Oof. Let's see what they're saying about Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, they're already talking about moving on, so that's great. Not Tennessee, just the news people. Yeah. So is it time to move on from Jeremy Pruitt? I say, no, probably not. No, not <laughs> maybe quite. Everybody calm down. Uh, probably still a lot of money left on that contract. So, at the very least, don't do it for that reason. I mean, last year he won like seven games in a row at the end of the year or something. So, yeah, that's why I thought they would uh, have everything together coming into this one. But I think Tennessee's just cursed. I think they might need a better quarterback. That'd probably help them a lot. <laughs> yeah, that might help them. Uh, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, Kellen Mond. Uh, looked pretty good for Texas A&M. This is a game I didn't really watch too intently, but clicked in and out of it. Uh, he was 16 for 26, 224 yards, four touchdowns, and 48-3 win over South Carolina. Uh, talking about coaches not doing too hot, Will Muschamp uh, now 2-4 and four this year. Yeah, oof. he, uh, no way he makes it through the end of this, to the, to the end of this year. No let's, way. Let's see who they've got left. So they have, they have to travel to Ole Miss. Then they get Missouri, they host Georgia, and then travel to Kentucky. Oof, that uh, they might win. Best case scenario, they win two games probably. Best case, yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst case, they don't win at all, which could also yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finish the year two and eight, so that wouldn't be great, would it? There's um, no way he, he. And I thought he would really be a good coach too. Because he was so he, he was such a good coordinator, uh, but oof, hasn't yeah. been pretty for him in both of his showings in the SEC. He was getting kind of torched by the media after this loss too. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I think they're, it's also maybe adding a little pressure to move on from Will Muschamp. But also, who do you get? I don't know. I was just about to say, who who would they go after? Yeah. I mean, they, we, we've talked about, uh, uh, what's his name? Old Liberty there. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Yeah. Talked about Hugh Freeze going to Auburn, but Auburn still has quite the buyout. So in order to buy him out and then turn around and pay Hugh Freeze, it'd be hard to do. And if South Carolina thinks they got a chance and they can go ahead and swipe him from Liberty before Auburn can get to him next year. Yeah. I mean, I'd take that chance. Gus Malzahn's contract, I believe, I could be wrong. I believe he is owed $21 million until after December, and then it drops a little bit. Um, Hugh Freeze would not be as expensive. You wouldn't have to pay him $7 million like you are, Gus. Right, but you have um, to pay him. But you got to pay him more than his other <laughs> offers if you want him that enough, and he's yeah. gonna have some offers. And especially if uh, I imagine, um, uh, it's cost a lot less to uh, pay Muschamp and get him out of there than Gus. So. Yeah, let's let's just look up Muschamp's contract. I am interested here. Um, see if I can find that. Looks like a. Uh, a politician has just, I'm not sure who, just reading the headline, has started a fundraising effort to buy out Muschamp. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, also looks like Muschamp agreed to, a, a as many coaches did before this season, um, to a salary change uh, just due to you know the pandemic. Uh, programs aren't making as much. It looks like uh, he's Heck, set- if I was him, I wouldn't have agreed to it. I would have said, no, you're going to pay me all you can right now because I know I'm not going to be here at the end of the year. It looks like he went from uh, making what would have been $4.6 million in 2020. He'll make about $4.4 million. Um, Boy, what a hard life. Mm. What a cut. Hard times. So let's Tough say, times. so according to Saturday Down South, if he was fired after the 2020 season, um, he would get $13.2 million. Oh wow! I didn't think it would even be that much. Yeah. Dang! How long? How long was his contract? Um. What was his original contract? It had to been like he's been there for what four years now. So is that a a six year contract then? Or would that be a? That would have been like a seven year contract. I don't know. Too too dang long. I don't know why people are hiring people. Five year. A five year contract is what he had. Uh. Starting in 2017, oh, so, a, so it expires. So three. Well, Still. I guess there's been an extension because yeah, they extended him. Well, this says that Oof. it expires in 2020, but that doesn't make sense. So that's not five years. So it's got to be 2022. That's what they meant there. I don't know. Either way, he sucks as a head coach. Apparently, um, I liked him as a coordinator, but he has been terrible as a head coach. Well, so he, could, uh, uh, he needs to be gone. And, could easily uh, be back at yeah. uh, Alabama as an analyst before long. Or a, I'd uh, take coordinator. it. Yeah. Uh, and then last uh, game of the week for the SEC here, Mississippi State beats Vandy. No surprise there, 24-17. to 17. Vandy now 0-5. Mississippi State 2-4. and 4. Um, <laughs> Rogers threw it 46 times for Mississippi State. Completed 35. Uh, no picks, which is... Uh, and it's incredible. So yeah, pretty good. That's a lot of times to throw it and not throw it to the other team, but it also helps the other team. And Vandy still almost Vandy. came back and 
made yeah. it a, a and game. And Bandy had three picks themselves and still made it a good game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, look, Miss, we'll get a better gauge of Mississippi State when he has his – McElwitch has his players in there. But uh, looks like we're still a couple, if not a few years away from that. Yeah, I honestly don't know that he stays there long enough in order to get his players. I wonder how balled in they are on him. I think he stays there as long as he manages not to somehow get canceled, which I think is super likely happens <laughs> at some point. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> He's a he little has tendency yeah. to uh I like mm, Mike Leach and that may age yeah. badly as of right now where I'm not aware of anything awful he's done. But I also wouldn't well, be surprised. I'm aware of one awful thing he's done, but everybody seems to forget that. Uh, putting the kid in the closet or something. Yep, didn't sure did. He shoved yeah. a kid in the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's, look, that's not great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was the whole reason he got fired from Texas Tech, I do yeah. believe. So, look, that's it's some little things like that. I wouldn't be surprised if something else ever happened. I hope not. Like I said, I think he's a likable, kind of charismatic guy. But Just uh, has a crazy personality yeah he is just an absolute insane madman <laughs> but i i'd like to I see him it. stick around so uh yeah. hopefully he does uh so let's talk about the games coming up this week we've got a lot more games than we did this past week um but not too many great games in the sec uh we've got georgia missouri um it should be a no-brainer who wins that we'll see i mean vandy at kentucky Texas A&M at Tennessee, maybe that can be interesting. We'll see. Um, Auburn at Mississippi State, uh, Arkansas at Florida, South Carolina at Ole Miss, and then um, the big one, Alabama at LSU. Um, so the best game is South Carolina at Ole Miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so more games, but not games of quality. But, you know, upsets and stuff happen. We might still have some close games or whatever, uh, but I'm not looking. Uh, I'm not seeing anything that's just really blowing me away this week. Um, let's see what's going on outside of the SEC. That's what I was looking up. So far, not much. Uh, still going on the list here. Yeah, nothing. North Texas at UAB. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, always a good one. <laughs> Notre Dame at Boston College. I mean, Boston College played Clemson well. Maybe they'll play Notre Dame well. Ohio State at Maryland. That that has potential to be a good game. Yeah, um, I was just about, I was looking for Ohio State to see who they played. Isn't Maryland undefeated now? Like still? Uh, I'm not sure if they're undefeated. Probably. Or did they lose the, f- the first week? No, they beat. They should be undefeated. No, they're not. Dang it! Who'd they lose to? Mm, they lost to Northwestern, forty-three to three. Oh my goodness oh gracious! Oh my god! That's right. That was week I, one, wasn't it? I thought they played Minnesota week one when they beat them. No, wow. I remember them losing week one because everybody was ragging Tungavailoa to Leah, and then uh, he ended up kind of bouncing back, doing well. Forty-three to. Uh, we got this week. We've got Wisconsin at Michigan. That's potentially. But what good. a bounce back to start the season, losing forty-three to three to Northwestern, and then you come and beat Minnesota, which was a top ten team last year, and then come and beat Penn State, which is a top ten team the past four years or whatever. Yeah. 
It's pretty wild. Pretty wild. What a bounce back. Yeah, it's a good honor. Or maybe just yeah. Northwestern is the real deal. Well, why don't you see what Northwestern's record is? Uh, well, you know, if this app worked right, I I could, but I can't, so. Oh, well, that's okay. Nobody cares that much anyway, do they? No. Uh, no one, everybody's already stopped listening anyways. <laughs> okay, great. What if Boston College came back and beat Notre Dame? That would be a three-way tie between Boston College, Notre Dame, and Clemson. That'd be Northwestern fun. is undefeated 3-0. Wow. Yeah. Ranked 23rd in the nation. Hmm. And they will be playing Purdue um, this coming week. Well, we do have contenders for the Big Ten still. Just none of them are who I thought they would be. <laughs> not Penn State. Not Minnesota. Not Michigan. <laughs> um, we Instead, we're stuck with Indiana. Northwestern. I mean, I guess Maryland, but they, they have a loss. And then... Yeah, Indiana, Northwestern, and maybe Iowa is undefeated. Maybe I don't know. Well, let's yeah. talk. Let's not, uh, not how I thought that would go. Let's talk a little bit about this Auburn Mississippi State game coming up. Auburn is favorited thirteen point five points. Uh, it's probably about right. I don't know. I think Auburn might could run it up a little more than that. Um, do you think Mississippi State could pull this out in any way, or you think this is just kind of a... I absolutely think they could in any way because Auburn seems to find a way to lose more than Mississippi State finds a way to win. So What What do you think would have to happen for Mississippi State to win? Uh, well, no picks. Yeah. Um, Which is not an always... It's not an easy task. probably have to Costello throw for another 10. 600 yards. But, yeah. Uh, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, I'm kind and of then yeah, probably maybe. just a lot of turnovers by Auburn. It would have to take a perfect game by Mississippi State, and they'd have to get some breaks by Auburn. And uh, when you're playing with a quarterback who has more interceptions than he does touchdowns on the year, like Costello does, uh, that's not an easy. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Bo Picks there for a second. <laughs> Honestly, it might. I don't know. Uh, Bo has nine touchdowns, four interceptions. Costello okay. has six touchdowns, ten interceptions. That's Double terrible. Digits. That yeah. is awful. It's really just, bad. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any shot there, but um, ESPN matchup predictor says there's a 13.6% uh, chance. So, you know, maybe. It also, uh, the uh, matchup predictor also says there's a 10% chance LSU beats Alabama, which is uh, maybe high. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe, because they look pretty terrible as well. Yeah. Uh, Alabama is also a 24-point favorite, which I think is about right. Um, that's probably – I wouldn't say they would score less than that on LSU yeah. uh, or that by that one margin. So, uh, I think uh, I think Miles Brandon will probably – you know, I think he's looked good this season. 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, over 1,000 yards. Um. But, you know, this is going to be a defense that they are really going to struggle against. And uh, they're going to have to do more than just run the ball and uh, and toss around every once in a while. They're going to really have to uh, try to beat Alabama deep, which is going to be a hard task. Yep. <laughs> Anywho, great. Let's talk more about Northwestern. <laughs> All right. So, Northwestern's <laughs> strength coach is a psycho. <laughs> Great. 
do you want to do um want to do uh mismanagers or whatever like we call it want to do that sure great Um, did you grab anything when you walked out the door? I grabbed nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left. I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. I, in the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? And now, it's time for Miss Managers. All right, so my first one enough, comes. Huh? What? Why are you You've interrupting? You've had enough, huh? Oh, I just wanted to interrupt you. To, oh. To, I thought it was funny. Okay, well, here's something that's less funny. Um, this comes What's from, that? This comes from Fox Where's 5. Where's it come from? DC.com. Have uh, you ever so, heard of them? Uh, no. You don't go to their website often? I didn't even know what you said. Have you ever heard of Midlothian, Virginia? Nope. I well, wanted to say yes for some unknown reason there for about two seconds. Well, somebody spotted a foot-long, uh, what they thought was a snake, um, outside of a suburban Virginia house last week. Uh, they called Pest Control, and Pest Control was very confused. Uh, it was obviously not a snake. It's head looked like a hammerhead shark but it was uh kind of built like a snake anyways ends up it's a snake sized worm and according oh. to fox 5 it is quote essentially immortal <laughs> what who just <laughs> determines that what did they do to that thing they were like um well essentially it's um it's immortal don't don't go near it let's leave uh, I'm just going to read you this article. I would love to show you this picture. It is. I'm going to. I'll text it to you. Actually, it's. Uh, it's pretty terrifying. Um, it doesn't. It looks like an alien creature. Let's see. Just no one knows what it is. Let me just read you. So, a foot-long invasive species slithered by a suburban Virginia resident last week, leaving pest control experts scratching their heads before they found help identifying it. Hmm. In a now-removed Facebook post, Virginia Wildlife Management and Control, a local pest control service, wrote that its hotline had received a call about a weird-looking, quote, snake in Midlothian, Virginia, right outside of Richmond. Uh, the problem is, we've never seen anything like it before, and we're not sure if it's a freak of nature, the company wrote. <laughs> Turns out, it wasn't a snake, but an invasive hammerhead worm, according to a follow-up post that appears to have been removed. Um, hammerhead worms are native to Asia, they feed on normal earthworms and other organis organisms in the soil and sometimes cannibalize themselves. And like common earthworms, when cut in half, both sides remain alive and continue to grow, rendering them hard to kill or, quote, essentially immortal, as one commenter put oh it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, pest control experts suggest killing them by pouring salt or orange essence over them instead. They are not a threat to humans or pets, although they look like they might be, <laughs> just by looking at them. Uh, did you get did you get that picture? Uh, yeah, it looks like something I'd not go near. Yeah, it looks like an alien. It's insane. Uh, yeah, just look up hammerhead worm uh, for those of you listening at home. It's uh, it's well at the beginning it made it sound like there was a brand new species that no one's ever seen before. So at least yeah. so, but it is like 
an actual thing that we've discovered before, though. Yeah. Hmm. So, I don't know how it got there, if they're native to Asia. I don't know who brought one over, dropped it off in uh, Virginia, but, yeah. That'd oh, be and, it's an, and they said it was an invasive species, so that's awesome. Yeah, so... Um, they really need to stop bringing everything back over here. We got those stink bug things now that are crazy. Yeah, now we got hammerhead worms, and then they brought murder, murder hornets over. It's really annoying. I really wish they'd stop. Well, speaking of invasive worms, we're going to stick to this one as we move over to CNN. Um, this one is even more terrifying to me because now every time I have a headache, I'm going to think of this headline. A woman in Australia discovered her headaches were caused by tapeworm larvae in her brain. Hmm, I think I'm going to go schedule a doctor appointment. <laughs> Maybe for an x-ray, MRI, or whatever it takes yes, to see that. Uh, a 25-year-old woman in Australia discovered she had a tapeworm larva in her brain after suffering from a headache that lasted for more than a week. The aches were caused by tapeworm larvae that had taken up space in her brain. Um, the woman who never traveled overseas is the first native case of the disease in Australia. Um, previous Australian cases of this infection were from immigrants or returning residents who traveled to regions where the disease is endemic to, such as Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Um, yeah, they, they show this scan here, and you can see it's quite a mass of, uh, of larvae. It's absolutely disturbing. How how do you how how do you get rid of it um i don't know hey says they removed so, it i don't know so yeah you either have to have brain surgery essentially yep you have to either take ingest something that can kill it but won't kill you which means it's highly toxic to you uh, it or, says that there was an, an operation they had to remove it in an operation so they had to i guess cut her open Take it out. So that's basically brain surgery. Cause yeah, basically brain surgery. With, yeah, that's that's not great. <laughs> not ideal. Um, well, the best sucks. line of defense against this type of infection is cooking meat to safe temperatures, washing your hands with soap before eating, and only eating food you can ensure was cooked in sanitary conditions. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Here's one that's a little less uh, gross, but nonetheless weird, also from CNN. And this one, Aaron, you actually told me about. Russia's Sausage King killed oh, with a yeah. crossbow in a sauna. Yeah, yeah. I randomly saw something along those lines as a headline. I was like, wow, that is, um, that's interesting. That sounds like Russia right there. Would you like me to read you the article? It's not, it's not very Please. long, surprisingly. Um, a group of masked assailants killed a Russian businessman dubbed the, quote, Sausage King with a crossbow at his county residence in the Moscow region. The victim, who owns large meat processing plants, was in a sauna with his wife when the attack happened. The committee did not name the man, but state media identified him as Vladimir Muragov. Uh, sorry if I butchered that. Citing his ex-wife, Tatiana, who confirmed his death. Several masked men entered the bathhouse, tied up the owner of the house and his spouse, and then demanded money, the investigative committee uh, statement said. Murugov's wife managed to escape through a window and call police, who found her husband dead at the scene, along with a crossbow used to shoot him. The investigative committee has launched a criminal investigation. Um, I would hope so. 
And late Monday, <laughs> state-run news agencies uh, reported that one suspect had been detained for questioning. That is just a, a wild headline. Russia's sausage king killed with a crossbow in a sauna. See, I thought it was his hot tub that he was just sitting there and had a crossbow to the forehead or something. Oh, wild. It's brutal. Very, He's known very. as the sausage king. Yeah. How wild. The one and only. The one and the only. Well, I think that is the uh, episode. Would you like me to uh, to bring us home? Uh, please. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. We don't know why you do. Uh, you may not have came back after the two-week break. You might have forgot we exist. That's fine. Um, but if you do like the show, tell a friend. Tell them, hey, I listen to a show you should also listen to. And then uh, don't, you know, just, just tell them, look up, just type in podcast on the Internet. And just scroll till they find it. It'll be there eventually. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, if you if you want an easier way to find us, though, you can go to thegamemanagers.com. Uh, find all our episodes there. You can find us on social media at TGM Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can always answer our yes or no questions at gamemanagerspod at gmail.com. We didn't have one this week. Um, if uh, what what should our question be this week? A yes or no question. Will Michael Thomas get me his projected points, which is 17 in fantasy football? When's the last time he got his projected points? What? Uh, well, considering he hasn't played all year, uh, never. Okay. Um, yeah, so respond yes or no if if yeah if that happens. And also yes or no if, uh, if you have ever had uh, larva in your brain. And um, the third question, will Nick ever beat me in fantasy football? The answer is yes, right into it. Oh. That's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that is awkward, isn't it? Oh. Uh, if you want to give us your money, you can go to patreon.com. We're there. Uh, we love it. If you want to give us your money in other ways, you can go to uh, tpublic.com, get a nice t-shirt. They're very soft, very comfortable. They look fine. And if you'd like to give me your money in very different ways, uh, subscribe to my... Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can put that in, but it was funny. <laughs> I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Nice. Uh, nice. What do you do on that? Uh, I share uh, Twitter news. <laughs> <laughs> Really Twitter news. Yeah, uh, this tweet. You know, <laughs> uh, this tweet is by um. I don't know. They said uh, <laughs> winning is superior. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to not allow you to use the theme song without giving me some kind of payment. So you're gonna have to. I hope you're not doing that. Uh, subscribe to find out. <laughs> uh, if you like the show, you can leave us a nice review. You can uh, subscribe to that and the Aaron's own uh, thing he does, whatever. And uh, also, um, no, that's probably it. Uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> See ya. Adios. Yeah.